Um, <clears throat> this fucking movie, dude. <laughs> I told you. Let's dude. just get straight into it. I wrote notes, and then I stopped writing notes when I started to cry. Um, dude, like <laughs> the part where he's like, "Hi, mom," and I was like, "Fuck." Uh, <laughs> uh, my heart. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. I am a nurse. Uh, this is my co-host. Uh, I am Peter, um, a.k.a. just emotionally destroyed. Yeah, pretty much. I told you. I told you it was going to destroy you last week. I was like, <laughs> okay, it's going to okay. happen. I want to read uh, the tweet that I put on the Twitter <laughs> while watching this last night, kind of on the verge of tears, but maybe holding it together. I don't know. <clears throat> uh, so it's just like, I almost wrote it in all capitals, but I, uh, I put a picture of a flat of gold painted bricks. <laughs> <laughs> and it said, we are so fucking beautiful. <laughs> I <laughs> I was having an aha moment. <laughs> okay. I feel like we should talk about the elephant in the room. Um, <laughs> because I fucking uh, waited for it <laughs> till the end of the credits and I was mad. Well, the elephant is more not a real elephant, but the elephant was more like the people seeing that thing the the letter the letter was the elephant in the room yo this fucking letter okay wait <clears throat> okay introduce ourselves <clears throat> synoptis no script is the next thing i have and i don't know what i can fucking tell you about this shit man you know what's bad podcasting reading what? your outline out loud <laughs> this is true this is very true Coming from the black um, Tim Cook. Uh, <laughs> you called I'm the black Tim Cook? Okay, listen. Um, <laughs> okay, storyteller. Okay, so in and of itself, uh, I think it was 2020. It came out in the middle of the pandemic when I watched mm -hmm, it. Mm -hmm. um, it is a Hulu original special. It is by Derek Delegadio. Um, and it is... well. The, the type line is like storyteller and conceptual magician Derek Delegadio attempts to understand the illusionary nature of identity and answer the deceptive simple question of who am I okay so the first thing that happened I was like I'm just gonna watch this real quick uh, the first thing that happened it was like please turn off your cell phones and recording devices and flash photography and I was like Okay, I'll put both of my headphones in and turn on noise-canceling mode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mistake. Um, because I got super wrapped up in it within three seconds. When they when everyone came up to the big wall of the I am's. And then... Okay. So much up-close magic fuckery and card counting happened that I, I, was, I couldn't follow. Uh, but essentially, he took all those people's cards and what was it? At the end, not even at the end, he was just like, okay, everyone stand up. And he just told them what they were because he had memorized them. And he didn't even see them pick the cards. He just had a stack of cards. Oh my God. Okay. Um, this so guy. 
forces is, everybody in the audience to take a I am um like placard like little paper yeah and like on one part of it said i am and then there was a perforation on the other part it said what you were it was like i am a friend i am a father i am a teacher i am a co-host like all these other things right yeah and he never looks at them never (laughs) never never looks at them because like the woman the woman just sets it on the stage and walks away um before he starts the thing even he's like y'all uh everyone pick one and then they set them all face down like they all tear them like tickets and then everyone went and sat in just a seat there was no assigned seats dude no there was no assigned seats at all um and the stage is simple it's a table and then there's like a wooden wall with like six windows If you said five, I was going to be like, really? <laughs> no, there's six windows because it represents the bullet of yeah. the gun. Of the of the Rulatista. The Rulatista. <laughs> okay, that was really good. I like the story of the Rulatista. I like to believe it's definitely true. Uh, it's you, probably not. Did you notice that they use illustrations of peep that people wrote into the cap, the ship's log? No fucking way. Really? Yes. I didn't notice. There's so much to this. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> are we jumping ahead or are we jumping back? No. I don't even know. I mean, well, then he tells the story of Rulatista, of a guy who, like, would play Russian roulette and he never died. But, like, in the end, uh, like, a thief broke into his house and murdered him. But he thought he was, like, invincible, but he wasn't. I think the best part was like he looks at the thief and he's in his house and he's like points a gun at him. And he's like, do you know who I am? And he's like, no, bam, you're dead. Uh, <laughs> OK, the Rulatista played roulette like a lot. And then he started adding bullets and people were like super impressed by him. They're like, wow, you're cool. You're cool. Like he gave you but I'm down. <laughs> yeah, people were like buying tickets just to see him kill himself by the time he got to six bullets. And then. Okay, this is some crazy shit. He's like, for the first time in a hundred years, an earthquake hit that region. A beam fell and knocked the gun out of his hand, and then he quit that day. And he was made rich and famous by all of the uh, craziness of him just wanting to die. Yeah, he had nothing left to live for, which makes me like, like, man, war really fucks us up. I mean, okay, <clears throat> yes, it does. I think that's part of it. I don't even care what type of love you call it. Like, love fucks you up. Uh, But then his whole life was, like, completely trash. And when he gave up on everything is when he won the biggest. Uh, If you win, get a bunch of money and all your problems are solved. If you lose, (laughs) all your problems are solved. And I was like, damn, true. (laughs) So true. So true. I was like, am I going to play Russian roulette today? Oh, no. Is this, is this where my uh, life is going? Uh... Might play Russian roulette today, feeling kind of cute. Motherfucker, it came out this year. Ugh, fuck. Okay. Did it? Yeah, it came out this year. I Googled it like a second before I watched it. And it was like Hulu original. I was like, yes, yeah, something I actually paid for. 
<laughs> Shut up. We pay for all the movies we watch. Yeah, yeah. We totally pay for definitely. and license all yes, those movies. Definitely. All the yeah. movies we watch. Um, we don't go to any weird websites ever. Well. <laughs> um, and then he, okay. Then he goes and does the first trick, which was like a bottle of like whiskey on top of like a cement block. And then he makes a like a, a paper boat appear inside. He I don't know how he did it. A paper he took boat the label appears. off the boat, yeah, or off yeah. the bottle, and turned but, it into a paper boat. And then he like the paper boat like magically entered the. How how do you think he did that trick? Oh no, I don't try to figure out um, up close magic or far away magic because it was being recorded. The part where he was like, okay, the part where he was like, all right he's shuffling the cards blindfolded and he's yeah. like dropping all of the um, spades in front of him, a little racist and putting the other three stacks. He's like one, two, three, four or one, two, three spade, one, two, three spade until he has all the spades and he like turns them over and he's like, okay, but they're not in order. And a lot of and some people say that. And, and then, then he, he flipped them over. Them. And he flipped them over, stares at them, flipped them back and they're in order. I'm like, what? He didn't what touch the... him. Like, he just stared at it for a minute. <laughs> I was like, you okay? <laughs> you okay? You okay, bro? And you flipped it back over? Oh, my God. And then he was uh, just like flipped over the other three piles and they're perfectly in order, too. I'm like, this motherfucker. <sighs> and he did that blindfolded. <laughs> he definitely was like running games in Vegas. That was pretty good. I like that so, he included that. So how much of these stories you think are real? 100%. All of them? Okay, now this is the part that's going to blow your mind. I'm going to get a little philosophical here. Yeah. These stories are true for someone, regardless of if it's him or not. Like, yes, he has the skills to be able to make these stories true. Yeah. These stories happen to someone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. <laughs> you know counting cards is real you know up close magic is real you know people have gay parents and find out in very traumatic ways you know there are elephants in the world I these mean, things all happen to someone his mom is definitely gay because in the end she had that <laughs> she had that lesbian haircut and I was like mm-hmm, that's she his had mom that lesbian earring too <laughs> <laughs> looked like a bull nose ring but it was in her ear uh, two balls on the end I was like yep this is definitely like probably one of the butchest earrings you could ever wear. Back to this boat. Were you surprised when that concrete block was actually sand? Okay, I thought for sure he was gonna take that brick and like throw it at the audience. <laughs> <laughs> or it was gonna turn into sand at some point. The look on this guy's face the whole performance, he he looked like he was suffering, but I was kind of here for it. It's like, what's he gonna do? It's gonna... Did, did, did his suffering turn you on? Because that's a kink. Do you have no, a... I'm not a, I'm not a sadist. More of a okay. masochist on this end. Okay. Oh, that's yeah. right. Wait, someone, <laughs> someone said their card out. He's like, if you identify with your card on a deep spiritual level, please stand. Um. The grandma who stood up, she was like, "I'm a midnight toker." <laughs> Okay, wait. You need a. Let's. Okay, we'll get there. <laughs> it was good. Um, I think the story he told about the wolves 
Oh, the time was... between wolf and dog. I think that's my favorite part of the movie. Uh, there's just so much. Um, this movie's the... a mindfuck. It's uh, a mindfuck. Still... The brick. <laughs> the fucking brick, dude. Oh my god! How did? Mm, how do you even? He was not behind the table. There was nothing under the table. The table did not move. No, yeah, no. Uh, I, and oh yeah, all the people taking pictures with the brick. I was like, yeah, good for you. Post on social media. And that one like, guy was know, like, you know. that one guy was like, I'm taking this brick home. I know. I like. I was like, let's take the brick. <laughs> Leave it no. there for everyone else. You fucking suck. No, if I had to sit through this, first off, let me tell you. You would take the break. How much crying I'd be doing. And then I'd be like, yeah, I'm taking this break. That part where he's like, write a letter to that person who is the reverse of this. What the fuck? What the fuck? Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. The ship's log. Let's do the ship's log because that happened fairly early. I love that part. It's so amazingly cool that he's trying to keep the story alive of all, like, 300 of his performances or some shit like that Mm -hmm. by giving this book out and having someone, like, imagine what the ending is. Because then not one ending is not real. Uh, You just blew my mind. Fuck. You know what I'm saying? Like, No, yeah, I get what you're saying and it makes perfect sense i just wow the imagined endings like everyone cried first off yeah so he's like he's like somebody who wants to come back here tomorrow and everyone's like haha he's like i'm serious i need someone to come back tomorrow he's like i'm gonna give you a thing he didn't even tell them what they were doing he's just like i need you to come back tomorrow put blind faith in this white man who's theoretically holding a gun to his head (laughs) this is the first time this week i've heard put blind faith in this white man and i immediately had a visceral reaction oh my god (laughs) oh my god (laughs) but then he like forces them to read what they wrote okay so I paid attention to when Mr. Tomorrow left. He t- He's like, for simplicity, I'm going to call you Mr. Tomorrow because I won't remember yeah. your name. And so the Miss, the Mr. or Ms. Yesterday of every episode, he like calls them down at that point and then they read their shit aloud. And they read their interpretation. of. You get to know what their interpretation is. And we don't know what the ending is. It's really smart to put that first in like the show because that's giving us like hindsight into what the rest of the show will be so i thought that the windows would like open in order of how a shotgun or of how a six shooter revolves but then suddenly he switches over to the letters way up at the top and i was like i thought we had to wait till the end to get the letters and then Okay, all these windows, right? They're like cut out of a wood board. At the end, he just claps his hands and all the windows fall down and they're just pieces of paper the whole time. And I was like, fuck. 
Which is, okay, so let's bring this back to that block of sand, which is crazy to me, because he has to construct the beach for the block of sand, per, like, the same way every time. So it matches. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> That's why he was being so precious about it. He was, like, hitting the little piles of sand just so, and then putting the ship in the bottle. Oh! <sighs> <laughs> what's happening um i would definitely be sticky note guy <laughs> where he just talks shit he read the whole book and talks shit about everyone's entry and that was great oh i love that oh passive aggressive passive aggressive sticky notes man oh that really gets me going <laughs> it really uh it gets your ship in your bottle <laughs> no uh, okay, it gets my right. ship in a bottle i i see what you did there yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't. Okay. Whoo. Okay. I thought he was gonna tell his story about being an alcoholic when he picked up the whiskey bottle and like took off the label and did the whole thing. Okay, he didn't need to because he already told his story about being an alcoholic in the Rulatista part. I know. He's like, what did that man see in me? Like this guy's been hurt. <laughs> I mean, and not by any one person or thing. He's just felt the pain of here. <sighs> Fuck. Okay, let's get to the most emotional part of this movie. Like, the most emotional part about this. Yeah, the letters. The letters. All right. So he would call on someone, right? He'd go up there, like, grab a couple letters call on someone he grabbed several letters and he was like you just pick which one you like and he blacked out the return address so no one knew who it was yeah he's like you just pick which one feels like the right one to you and every person who picked one fucking picked the one that was written for them to them from a friend who had seen the show before them okay so do you think this is so tough because like the people who went up were randomly chosen by like someone in the audience. So even that was random, but like, do you think that they were seeing what they wanted to see? Right. Or do you think he actually got letters? I think he actually got letters. Cause he told everyone to write a letter as soon as they read their letter. So definitely people wrote a letter is the same as Mr. Yesterday. It's like, if that guy didn't come back, there goes the book, there goes everything. So you think he got letters from like three, like 200 people in the audience from their family members? Like that makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't at all. The part, okay, they sat there, held the letters he was holding and then read them out loud. That was the part that got to me. I was like, okay, these are action. And you could see they were handwritten letters. Like, on But he was like... You don't have to read it out loud, but everybody was still compelled. They were so, they were so blown away that the okay, the one woman, the last one that they did, yeah, she's like that's crying. what I started bawling. <laughs> she's like, I don't fucking understand this, and I was like, I don't understand either. And that's then she I told us why. Just bawling. That's what I sent you that text message that just said like, "Fuck, man." I was so far, I was four hours behind you on this movie, and still, still, when that happened, I was like, so this is why he's crying, fuck. <laughs> uh, it's just like, just it wasn't like, 
sadness. <laughs> it was just like exaltation. Yeah. And connection to other people. I feel like it's like we're all connected in some way. And somehow that message got to that person, even though they just completely left it up to chance. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> Let me learn you a big lesson, Finn. Um, that was a Star Wars quote. Okay. Everything in the universe is not necessarily predetermined, but there is a theory that our desire for something to happen affects chance. You know, the experiment where they put a little light in the room and a little robot that would go on a random track, but they tracked it, and because of the light in the room, the robot went over to the light more because that's what people wanted for it. So our yeah. desires for the universe created something that was not. I feel like the letter is the robot in this circumstance. Like everyone who watched the show just wanted it to happen so much that it always ended up getting to the intended recipient. Oh, man. He gets so philosophical with this thing, but it's been 25 minutes. <laughs> Okay, and then in the end, he picks everyone's... He knows what their card is. And he told them to stand up if it meant something to them. Like, if they picked it, not because they thought it was funny or a joke, they picked it because what was written on it truly describes who they are as a person. Uh, that's why I introduced myself as a nurse, because the one girl got to her, she's like, I'm a nurse. I was like, yeah! That's the one I would have picked! <laughs> Uh, just I said Jaden the anchor invite. Let's see if she comes. Um, yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's. I. Okay. So there's a lot of famous people who saw this movie. Why was, was Tim Gunn in there? <laughs> there was way more than Tim Gunn. No. Yeah. I saw a lot of people. Uh, a couple queers I definitely knew of. A couple queers I knew of. Wow. Um, I, okay. So, okay, okay. Did you know the leader was Bill Gates? Uh, yeah, I saw him. I was like, is that Bill fucking Gates? <laughs> okay. Do you know who the guy who was like my brother? Oh, yeah. He was like going to cry. I don't know who that was. That was David Blaine. <laughs> David Blaine got fat. <laughs> listen, listen. I'm sorry. I remember David Blaine as like this skinny kid from New York. Yeah, because his, most of his magic involves him not eating and being stuck in a glass box. <laughs> yeah, that will wreak havoc on your uh, your metabolism there. David How do you Blaine. think he pees in a glass box? It doesn't matter. None of that matters. Let's finish this. <laughs> it uh, just goes back up. <laughs> Tim Gunn balling made me ball because Tim Gunn is a cold is, bitch <laughs> he's no no he's precious and nothing horrible should ever happen to him no no yeah i get that i love tim gunn i just think like in a i feel like tim gunn is the sort that in the event that you fuck up he's gonna be like i don't know that bitch but I don't want to talk shit about Tim Gunn right now. Listen, no, I watched a lot of Project Runway growing up. I watched all of Project Runway. Oh, real quick. What was your favorite look? Oh, my favorite look? Of all of them. Ever? It. Yeah. Um, Breadcrumb, you're here. I am, and I was very confused how to get here. Uh, please introduce yourself as an I am. 
I oh, we am... didn't do our IMs. We didn't do our IMs. Yeah, we did. No, I didn't. No, you I, didn't. I, you didn't do oh. it. Oh. Fuck. Okay. You do your IM first. Um, I am everyone who I've ever met. <sighs> ah. That's deep. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am tired. <laughs> All of our listeners feel that on a deep emotional level. Yes. <laughs> oh. Okay. Uh, we're here today to talk about a thing that Jaden uh, decided we were going to watch. And like, whew, I'm going to send you a gold brick in the mail one of these days. I no, you, you, Jaden has not seen this movie, but this movie. What? <laughs> so good. No, Jaden only came in to tell us what we're watching next. I just wanted to send her the text. I thought you said she was the one who told us to watch this. Oh, shit. No, well, I told you I to watch this because this shit is so emotional. Okay, uh, highly recommend this movie, you guys. Um, you know what? For the theme of the movie, let's have Jaden pick what stars we're rating this with. Uh, oh wait 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 my favorite project runway look was from the newer season without tim gunn <laughs> oh this chick did like a fantasy like D style like like a uh, blacksmith's apron and it was very cool that's actually lit um my favorite one was a zipper dress where it was just entirely zippers all stitched together uh it was like the the final crescendo piece to the one straight guy who won um, also, Christian Siriano's hair was my favorite, always. Uh, okay, Jaden, tell us what our star rating system is. Like, uh, what's our what's our stars? Um, She's never seen this movie. She there's no wrong I, answer. Uh, I I don't doubt that. I just figured out you guys are talking about the magician documentary. I was very confused for a minute. Um, I'm gonna say, um. Sword swallow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah oh, okay. Fuck, man. <laughs> oh fuck. My God. Peter, how many sword swallows would you give this movie out of five? Um, I would give it five. Mm. Five swords to swallow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I heavily agree. I will also swallow five swords for this movie. <laughs> It sounds gayer when I say it. Um, <laughs> uh, also, Jaden's here just in time for our next segment, which is what's giving you life this week? Oh, man. I, oof. Money. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only thing that's keeping me going right now. That indentured servitude, man. A indentured to the man Ugh. tell me about it <laughs> also known as uncle sam or this shithole that's keeping us alive for some reason <laughs> i mean god bless america no i <laughs> no <laughs> i know i hate it here screw america man i don't even care
I hope everybody hates me for saying that. At least I'll like, I don't know. Um, yeah. They all feel it on a deep emotional level, though. Oh, I'm sure. I, ugh. Ugh. I hate it here. <laughs> and I found, ex- like, an American flag in the back of my car. And I was like, how? How is that there? I've never bought that. Ever. The 4th of July was recently. Someone could have just thrown it in there. That's... They'd have been like, there's the car of that person that we hate. But it was, like, inside my car. Wait, something fucked up happened to me this morning. I need need advice. I I know this is what we always do. I go to Dunkin' Donuts before recording this because I was like, I'm going to need coffee, right? (laughs) Okay, all I ordered, right, I was just like, two coffees, one blueberry, one hazelnut, both with oat milk, and two bagels with cream cheese, right? Sounds bomb. Yeah, just normal stuff. I drop, pull up, and then she gives me two ice coffees. And I was like, I didn't say ice. And she's like, well, you should have said hot. And I was like, but hot coffee is the default. And she was all like, not here. And then I was like, excuse me? A Dunkin' motherfucking donuts where they serve hot coffee and donuts? <laughs> okay, and then... I wasn't arguing with the woman at the like register. I was arguing with what had to be the person behind her who made the coffees. And then she was the woman at the register like, he well, he didn't say anything about ice. <laughs> I was just like <sighs> Okay, Peter. I, was Peter, I am I in the wrong? Maybe you am were I supposed to have <laughs> Yes. Maybe you were supposed to have iced coffee this morning. I no. wanna no, I worked at like... Dunkin' Donuts for like eight years. Okay, like oh, fuck. Never high mind. school through college, <laughs> hot coffee is the default. Like, I want to say that you're not in the wrong, but like, I don't know. I would assume that you would want iced coffee too. I think it's just like a more popular thing now. Well, Florida's hot too and humid, so I wouldn't yeah. drink hot coffee in humidity. I drink a, a ice cold Coca Cola every morning instead of coffee because it's so fucking hot. Yeah, yeah, that's why your teeth hate you. Um, <laughs> yeah, I actually have no cavities and perfect teeth. Thank you. Okay, oh. cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. What I worked. I gotta go to work soon. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Okay. Is that time of the episode where Jaden tells us what is our next movie, Peter? Why are you saying Peter? I don't know. Because Peter always tells us what <laughs> our next movie is. <laughs> I was. You, it took me until like three in the morning to figure out what we were gonna watch. Um, oh my god, I cannot wait. I was contemplating. I was gonna pick a really bad movie. Please, like, I just can't cry anymore. So like, please, not a movie where I will cry like this. Oh, movie. I don't know because I've never watched it either. Um, oh fuck. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know if it's good either, but a lot of people told me that I should watch it. It's called The Call. It's a Korean drama movie. Um, <gasps> I know this movie. Okay. You, you okay. guys are going to love it. Oh, my God. Okay. Wait, you've seen it? This is Takashi Miike levels of really good and fucked up. Oh, fuck, Yay. man. A good thing I didn't pick Lamageddon because that was really close to the Oh, my God. Someone, <laughs> someone on the Nerd Brew Discord, shout out to the Nerd Brew Discord, uh, was all like, is this a movie I should watch? It was just the picture of Lamageddon. <laughs> And I was like, no, you should, no one should watch this. Like, okay, but like, Lamageddon, I know it's a terrible movie, but like, come on now. It looked good quality. I was highly considering, okay, 
my brother also wants to come on the podcast, and he already picked the movie House Shark. So, House Shark. <laughs> yes. I I don't. I don't know. Is it like? Is it you're, a bad movie or like? Yes, you're invited to tonight's showing House Shark if you want to come. Oh, that sounds splendid. <laughs> I would love to cry over House Shark. I feel like this shark Korean, is going to be like... Korean names are so similar. How like, do anybody remember anybody's name? Yeah, this I can is never not, remember Bong Joon-ho. This is not racist. It's just like <laughs> the star of this movie is Park Shin-hae and Jon Jong-seo and then Sung Young kim and then Park Ho-san and then Oh jong Se. Oh my god, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Maybe this is meant to happen. Who is Parko San? I'm gonna look this guy up. Uh, <laughs> He's an older guy. I know who he is. He was in Parasite. Come on, Peter. Oh, you no, know who it's he a Parasite is. guy. Thank okay. You. Thank you. See, I didn't even need to look at him. Yep. There he Maybe is. This is just a Peter thing. Uh, facial blindness, not racial blindness. Uh, Yo, uh, no, that's legit because I never remember anybody. Um, some guy walked into the into the precinct yesterday who was just like, hey, Peter, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, I don't know who you are. Why are you back here? <laughs> he was just like, I just need this tag swapped over. I was like, okay. Who are you? <laughs> that's. Yeah, no, I don't think I have that. I think it happened to me, like, one time. Like, this girl's like, hey, Jaden. I'm like, huh? And then she hugs me. I'm like, yo, I'm about to punch you. Who are you? She's like, I haven't seen you in forever. I'm like, I don't know who you are. <laughs> like, I was like, yeah, hey, what's up? How's it been? How was, like, I don't know, Jefferson? And they're like, huh? I'm like, uh, huh? Like, <laughs> no, you okay. need to say the most Wait, generic I white guy name ever, like Todd. Parkosan oh, yeah. is not in Parasite. They are not the same person. So who's Fine. racist now? Okay. Big fan. Big fan. <laughs> There's a Park Myung Hoon. Oh, we fucked up. <laughs> Damn. Okay, so you guys showed that you're racist and that I am right at the same time. So No 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 no. First of all, but let me tell you, you're probably mixing them up as Soon Kyun Lee. Okay, Soon Kyun Lee looks just like Park Hong Soon. Oh my god, next week is going to be just, it's going to be a lot. We're not saying any of the names. Well, how are you guys with, like, scary movies? Oh, we love scary movies. Well, okay, we watched The Strange Thing About the Johnsons and Peter. That was not a scary movie. That was just trash. And I told Jaden how trash it was by calling her and being like, that movie was trash. No. It was an Ari Aster flick. It was Ari Aster. That's what I started the conversation with. He makes you feel gross and weird and wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think you did say that. Okay. Okay. I'm done. What is what is what is the name of this movie again? The Call. The Call. Yes. Let me see if I can find this on a site that is definitely it's a Netflix. site. Netflix. It's on Netflix. Cool. Yeah, that's it all is. I need to know. 
It was part of the wave of K-dramas and supernatural shit. Oh, wait, The Call. There's a 2020 film, The Call. And then there's the uh, 2013 film, The Call, starring Halle Berry. Not the same movie. Let's No, we should watch both. Correct. We should watch so different. I know. They are so different. Okay. So funny. So fucking funny. Uh, Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's ask a question uh, before we cap off the episode. What's giving you life this week, Peter? What is giving me life? Come back. Oh, wait. Here's what's giving me life. I got to find the list, though. Um, There's a podcast that I listened to that Jane was like, you should listen to. And I was like, I already listened to it. It's called The Judges. This is not about The Judges. Um, <laughs> on The Judges, the last episode, they're like, what's the movies that like define you? And I made that list. You want to hear this list? Yes. Uh, where is my list? Uh, I gotta find it. I posted it somewhere. Oh, God. Peter's searching his Twitter accounts. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Okay. I only did five. They did ten. I can't do ten. No, five is good. Cool. Equilibrium. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fight Club. Obviously. There's there's a red flag movie. Dope. (laughs) Scott Pilgrim vs. World and Jurassic Park. Now, um, I... Can we go back? <laughs> Which objection do we have? Can we go back? Why? Can you explain Scott Pilgrim, please? Yes. For, like, please, because, like, I might disown you. I can explain like, this. Please. Wait, why uh, would you disown me? Oh, because, like, I don't know. I used to have a feeling that, like, I was doing nothing with my terrible life, like Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Um but I was always upbeat about it, so I really connect to him on a personal level, but not on the personal level in which I'm a terrible person to everybody oh, around me. Okay. And you're like, not definitely dating two people at one time, one of which is 17. I've never done that. I had hope you never dated a 17-year-old. I definitely year old. more relate to Aubrey Plaza in that movie now. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Because uh, okay. she doesn't have a filter, and then she's like, "I fucking hate you," and which is something I say all the time. I actually relate mostly to Anna Kendrick in this movie because everything she said, I was like, "Yeah, that that tracks." Uh, <clears throat> Who's the gay dude? That's me. Uh, Steven Stills. Oh wait, that's only in the comic. Um, no, he's in it. Yeah, no, no, no. But in the comic, like the last chapter, you find out that Steven's gay. So, you, like, Scott's all like, wait, wait, you're gay now? Audrey Plaza made you gay? <laughs> no, Audrey Plaza Pro- could only turn women gay, first off. Second off, no, that's it. It was, <laughs> it was just, it was just literally. Plaza can only turn women gay. <laughs> I strongly believe this. Like, you know, he just shrugs and is like, I love everyone. Mm, a true pansexual king. Okay. Jaden, what's giving you light this week? Oh. Yeah, money. Or like terrible men. Either one. 
Wait, who's terrible in your life right now? Do I have to kill them? No, no. They're terrible in my other friend's life. And I was, like, feeling dead inside as you do at 2 a.m. Is there some issues with Josiah, who we bring up every week on this podcast? No, 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 no. no. (laughs) All right, let's talk shit about Josiah. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, I would kill Josiah. Then you would probably hear about it if he did something. But, you know. Oh, it's with another friend. Yo, I have other friends than Josiah. I talked to Marilyn's mom the other day, and Marilyn's mom was just like, yeah, she's living with that boy. They hate <laughs> him. They hate I, him. And it's I, so mean. It's so mean. And they're like, you don't deserve our daughter. And she's like, first of all, you... Oh, wait. Like, wait a second. But then Marilyn's mom called my dog fat, and I was not oh. down for that. Because she was all like, listen... Coco ran up to her, and she was like, oh, you got a new dog. And I was like, no, that's the same dog. And then she goes, oh, this dog is much bigger. <laughs> yeah. Fair, she never, okay, well, she doesn't like anybody, but she doesn't like you. Like, Marilyn's mom doesn't like me? Bro, Peter, like, she legit said to mom, if your son never came here. <laughs> and then mom almost fist fought her in the street like what are you okay. talking oh, about oh yeah i heard about this story she's yeah. so fake bro she's a fake come on now this is our like next door neighbor energy. by the way our next door neighbor for a very long time yeah mine got she taken like... away to the funny farm after her husband killed himself so oh <laughs> oh <laughs> oh Hashtag bless her brings things <laughs> This is actually back like... in Oxnard. Also, Peter once told me a long time ago that his mom was basically Queen Latifah. So your I mom is Queen like Latifah. I feel like mom has a Queen Latifah, like. Okay, and I just no. imagine uh, Queen oh. Latifah in that scene from Bringing Down the House, that super racist movie from the nineties, uh, where she was fighting the sister-in-law, but in the street, and I'm in. <laughs> Wait, are you saying our mom has the personality of Queen No, Latifah? our mom gives off Queen Latifah energy. I thought you meant she looked like her, and I was like, oh, no. very oh, wrong. Oh, no. Mom no, that, very wrong. I was that very... Mama Morton energy. Mm, I see. I, yeah, I guess I could see that. That big Queen Latifah energy, man. Oh, no. The BQTE. The more I'm hating, I'm hating the idea. It hurts. Oh my uh, god. I mean, she turned gay and then everything got better for her. I mean, it was already good for her, but it got even better. She was already gay? She just came out as gay. Listen, Yo, Peter. I never even thought hairs. of that. Yo, it makes no sense. She was so fruity. Like, through all her movies. Man. And then in the rest of them, she's just tough as shit. Yeah. She's just like a The dog. closer? She's a I mean, like, daddy. She's a She pegs people. She's, she's a, a daddy. Oh, oh, yeah. You can be a daddy and not even be... Like, oh, yeah. yeah. 100%. For sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, she picks a strap for each new girl. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, we're going to go pick it out for you. Color, a size, strap. fit, whatever you want. I'm dead. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Last story from my life. Uh, I went to the Pismo Rainbow Rally this weekend. Yes, it's as gay as it sounds. There's a doggy okay. drag show. I'm not getting what into that. That's not what the pi- story is okay, about. Wait. The Pismo <laughs> Rainbow Drag Show? No, Rainbow Rally. 
it's an RV event where everyone comes and the main event. Well, the, oh, I bet everybody came all right. Yeah, the the main event is the doggy drag show where you get to dress up your dog like whatever you want and run them down a runway, and all the people and dogs come and watch and clap. Um, this sounds terrible. This 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 sounds terrible. Well, no, because one year someone came as Paula Dean and dressed their dog up as a stick of butter. <gasps> uh, <laughs> it gets intense. <laughs> um, uh, what's giving me light this week is I watched Acrimony. And how oh did my she fucking God, get on no, that boat? Did how did she get on that boat? How did she get on that boat? <laughs> Jaden, have you seen Acrimony? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I was Acrimony. like, girl, I would have killed him too. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god. Okay. Acrimony is 100% Tyler Perry's best and worst film. It's his best film because it's his worst film. Taraji P. Henson literally looks like a person going insane. And when she went in the water, I was like, at least those contacts will come out now. I'm not oh. putting myself through that. <laughs> um, I, I rather not. I'm, you know what? I'm going to let that be a you guys thing. A bonding experience, if you will. But I will not do that to myself. <laughs> so <I> good. <laughs> It's that time of the episode. Uh, Where can the people find you, Peter and Jaden? Um, I'm on Twitter at ZenZuma and on Instagram at Zen underscore Zuma. Yeah. 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 I'm trying oh. to keep up my Instagram. I feel like Instagram is like where it's at. No, it's not. Sorry. It's not, not for you. Maybe for like old people like you. Well, I'm not How old are you? TikTok. And, fuck you. <laughs> You're old. I'm sorry. What you, no, you're old. Um, no, not old enough to drink, so I'm apparently not that old yet. No, oh, that's so true. I forgot. Your yeah. 20th is going to be so... Your 21st is going to be so lit. Oh my god, I'm going to get an alcohol sword, bro. <laughs> an alcohol sword? A sword! A whole fucking glass sword filled with alcohol. And I'm going to drown my sorrows. Oh my so. god. <laughs> Walking oh the god. streets of Tampa with a glass sword full of booze. <laughs> Yo. Tampa's uh, an open carry, uh, open drinking city. You can just walk around drinking. Um, so... I mean, Florida's an open drinking state, so. That's not true. I am not. I'm pretty correct on this. <laughs> <laughs> Even where it's illegal, people still do it, is what I'm saying. Uh... <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm perpetuating such a bad image of Florida, and it makes Peter so mad. Peter needs to go to work. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, go to work, Peter. <laughs> we don't need you. We don't need you. You think you think you like hold this whole podcast together by yourself? Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh man, throwing that wow. gold brick of sibling love. Um. <laughs> Oh my god, how did the brick get there? <laughs> no, how did it? I remember like a part of my life where I, did, I forgot that Peter existed. And so mom's like, hey, your brother wants to take you to Disneyland. I'm like, I have a brother? <laughs> First <laughs> off, like, it was Universal Studios. And it was like, like the... It was... Okay, 
I don't know if you knew this, but that day at Universal Studios was the busiest day really? in Universal Studios history. Really? Yes. I had a blast. You can find the links and the descriptions to all of our associated podcasts in the description for this episode.